Hi, this is Joe Ingram, and I'm the host of the Sales Genius Podcast, where we deep dive into what works and what doesn't in the realm of sales. I have personally spent the last three decades mastering buying behaviors, personality types, emotional and logical triggers, and I'm here to provide you with the cheat sheet to making more deals for more money and ultimately becoming more happy. My mission is simple. I want to help you sell one more deal today and every day going forward. My approach is going to be unique because I believe that the only thing you need to do as a salesperson is provide your prospect with a logical reason to justify their emotional decision. Now, let's go ahead and dig a little deeper into the mind of a sales genius with today's podcast. say that um, you know Joe has has done this for many many years in the area of sales for a lot of different corporations and a lot of different industries he's done a lot with the automotive industry but he has done a lot with a lot of different industries when he's talking to you what I want you to do is I really want you to think about how can you take what he says apply it to your business your industry and your your style person don't pretend to be a perfect person if you're not you know uh andy frisella don't be andy frisella be fucking joe it's dave Meltzer for some q a for the day hi joe good to see you You guys ever go buy a car and you don't know how to not get screwed at a car dealer ask joe the bdc genius ingram and that's my bread and butter where i come from but like i love like i always like i love like what joe does So I want to start talking about a couple things that we need to do. We need to improve our language. As you know, I always push up there that we got to improve our language. But there are certain words that impact us more in sales. So regardless of what we're selling, there are words that um, – sorry, I got text messages. Are we doing a call today? Yes. Okay, there's words that you should use because it will provide you with more – information and it will provide the client the ability to move forward so the client will move forward in the sales process because i'm using different words and so i i wrote down a couple of them so we can explain what it is we're trying to say as you talk to them about your product you talk to them about why they should buy from you as you're going through you want to use the word advantage And so you want to explain what are the advantages to your product. So what is the advantage supposed to be? It's supposed to be the extra edge, like the icing that makes it better than somebody else. But you don't want to use the words and say, well, my product is superior or my product is this. Because if you try to inflate yourself, then they, they filter what you're saying. You can always reference third party right statements that say oh my gosh this was the absolute best blah 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 right but we're all we're all very subjective to um interpreting what people are saying based on movie ads okay so like every movie that comes out is the best movie of the year from some little newspaper or some little blog that's off on the world somewhere that says this is the absolute best So the self-promotion part of what you're doing, self-promotion won't allow you to to actually boast about yourself. So you have to only use boasting from a third party to explain who you are and what you do. So that would be the first one. But advantage is what I need to. Mo jumped into chat with uh, competitive advantage. You can use those words as well. But what I do is I want to say that whatever it is I'm trying to sell, whatever I'm trying to put together... I want to put in and say, well, the advantage of using this, the advantage of putting this in place here, or this will give you an advantage. So um, a lot of times, like, so I know uh, Azerti up here in the corner, he's, he's about selling cars. 
So we want to talk about a feature, the advantage and the benefit. So when we look at something, I want to say that there is the, there, there's anti-lock brakes. That's a feature. The advantage of it is that it's going to protect your family and it's going to make sure everyone stays safe in the effect, in the incident where you have to apply the brakes really, really bad. The benefit to you is everybody stays safe, right? And you don't have to, you don't have to worry about any accidents. So I throw in the advantage of what it is to be done. So Michelle is on here too. Michelle is doing um, her financial services. If she's doing the long-term disability, she's doing all that. She runs an office, right? Uh, she's a, a broker. So she's got all this stuff that she's dealing with. But you want to explain that there's an advantage to the product you're putting out there. And it doesn't have to be an advantage over someone else's. Okay, because if you invite the comparison, they may not have been comparing that person against you. And I've just now told you, here's who you should be. So Karen, real estate, right? Yeah, so I wouldn't say the reason my, my office is better than so-and-so's office, because now they're like, whose office? Yeah. Right? Let me, go, let me go write this down and go through. So you don't want to invite somebody in that isn't already in the element. If they say, hey, I'm comparing you with so-and-so, then the answer is going to be, well, okay, there is an advantage or a competitive advantage that we have to this and this, okay? So another word that is universally accepted to everybody is amazing. So if you can explain something that has amazing views, you can explain to something that the interior is amazing. For Mo, when Mo's sitting down with somebody, right, he can build you a hip-hop career, he can help you with any spiritual guidance through almost every religion out there because he knows everything about everything, right? You can sit down. He can say, we can create an amazing experience for you and this. If he wants to put on a, a live event, it's going to be an event that's going to have an amazing impact on your life. And you put it together. Osseus is going to be saving people money all day, every day, right? So, uh, Osseus will be putting together the fact that he can give somebody, right, an amazing drop in expenses. So he can be saying that to somebody, but the word amazing is not, doesn't have a negative connotation to it. Okay, now if you used awesome, not necessarily is that something as positive as we like. I used it something, if somebody goes, oh my gosh, what happened? That was such a great thing. I go, you know what was so awesome? But somebody else thinks maybe that's a, a West Coast surfer person right, who is less than, less than desirable at that point in time, okay? Uh, I use the word avoid, right? And we may look at it and go, well, that's kind of negative in what you're doing. But I put it together and I say, utilizing this or this will help you to avoid pain in the future. It'll help to avoid future costs. It'll help to avoid a increase in premium later on. Okay, and so again, it will help you to avoid traffic by moving to this location closer to here. So you're gonna get time back. There's an advantage, but I use the word avoid because most people steer clear from it. So if I'm going to, if I say you will avoid this because of my product, right? As human beings, we typically think negatively. So if I'm gonna typically think negatively and our customers are gonna be there, our prospects are gonna think negatively, then I wanna be able to, to resonate with them where they're at. I will try to be positive all the way around, but the only time I'm gonna go negative is if it's going to be a, resulting in a future positive. Make sense? I know, I got Karen like, what? Yeah, so the negative thing would be avoiding, right? If you're avoiding something, it, mean, it implies there's something bad and you wanna avoid it but you're going to avoid the increase in premiums, the Melaroos, because we're buying a house that's in an older neighborhood, right? You're going to, this house has solar, so you can avoid the expensive summer air conditioning bills that are there. So that I'm avoiding something bad, but my avoiding is giving you the positive output, okay? So I'm gonna put those all together to keep it that way and put it in on that one. So. I always use, I always implement the words because. So I will go in and say, right, let's do da 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 because of this. I like to lead people through my process. 
So if I'm going to sit down and I'm going to say, okay, so uh, Karen, if you're showing houses, the answer is going to be, um, I want to show you this house because this will happen, this will happen, and this happens, right? If you say, I have a house down the street we can go look at, they can look and go, no, I'm okay. But if you said, I, there's, a, a, there's a listing down the street and I want to show it to you because it has the right number of bedrooms, it has this because the school district is this, right? You end up with almost a 94% acceptance if you are giving somebody a reason for something, okay? And as opposed to you getting a 30% acceptance if they're not. So like uh, Lewis, when you're, you're sitting there, I'm going to call you Anthony because that's not who I know you as, right? Azerti. Yeah. yeah. So Azerti, if, if you're going to solicit information from me, you have to give me the because, you have to give me why it is you're going to get that information from me. So if you say that, like if you go, you know what, um, I, can you give me your driver's license? I'm going to need your proof of insurance because I'll need that for the bank approval. When you say that, they go, oh, okay, great. If the customer says, I want to go drive the car, you can say, and guys, it's, it's anything simple. You can turn around and go, well, because it's policy. And because you said it's policy, you're going to get more acceptance because they're going to go, oh, you gave me a justification, mm -hmm. right? They did, they did a study where it doesn't matter what follows the because. It's just about the fact that you used it. So people would come up in line, right? Whole long line of people that are sitting in the grocery store line. And a person would walk up with with a basket had like 10 12 items in it and they look at them and they go um they would look at them and go excuse me can i go in front of you and everybody looked and go no right get in line get in line and then they walked up and said excuse me can i go in front of you because i hate waiting and over half of them let them in because they told them they hated waiting and they're like oh well you have a reason so that must be why okay if you're going someplace and you have a justification, people will buy in and allow you to, to go in and do things, okay? So in my presentation of what I'm talking about, I need to utilize those words. Um, the word fix, okay? Not fixer-upper, Karen, take that out, right? It's just fix. So what is it that your product will fix for them? So I can say what I'd like to do, right, is fix your high gasoline bills because this one is a fusion energy. And now you can do this and that, right? It'll fix the, your, your income level to do this. This will allow you to have more money and basically fix the fact that you got to put off doing groceries, right, to a certain time of the week kind of things that goes out there. So you want to be able to do this, right? Michelle, you can fix somebody's future by setting them up properly this way. Okay, so you want to be able to jump in and do that one that's there. Okay, now this one you guys are going to go, Joe, shut up, right? But I'm trying to build trust in a process. I'm trying to get somebody to like me so they'll listen to me, so they'll believe me, and they can buy from me. That's my four steps in my sales process, right? Like, listen, believe, and buy. So if that's the situation we're in, and I want to get you to do to that point, when you ask me a question that I don't know, what should my answer be? Azerti, you don't have a microphone muted, so you go for it. Um, sorry, one more time, the question? So the question is, I'm going to unmute everybody so you can all say something, right? So my question to you guys is, if you don't know the answer to what the prospect is asking you for, what should your answer be? Uh, that you'll provide the uh, answer shortly. I'll find okay. out. I'll find I'll out. Find, I'll find out. Osea said uh, thumbs I, up to anything. I don't know. That, no, that's exactly what I was going to say. I don't have the answer, but I'll, I'll, I'll get that for you. Okay. Morak, you wanted to say something. I felt it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, here's, you know, in sales, you one secret, I think, is that a lot of people, unfortunately, use this truth for negative reasons, so I can't really support it. But, you know, an effective thing to do is to tell the prospective buyer what you know they want to hear. Um, that is effective. It's not always ethical, but a way to do that ethically is to make sure that you can provide what they want to hear and you can follow through with that. So I don't know, doesn't really position you as an expert. 
And I think people always want to work with an expert. Now, is that something you, you sometimes can't avoid? Yes. But is it something that should be avoided to the, as much as you can? I believe so. Because I don't know is not confidence. Um, oh, that's a great question. Could be yeah. confidence. But yeah. I don't know the position you as an expert. And I think that that is very important in the whole sales process. Right. And again, you can use I don't know. Right. But as most said, you just took away from your own credibility. So I always say, right, I look at them and go, I don't want to misspeak. So let me look into that one and get the answer back to you. Right. So and I don't want because, again, I will trust you more if you say I don't want to misquote something. And I don't want to misrepresent something, especially if it's a functionality. If it's does it have this? Does it have that? The answer is I don't want to misspeak. Okay. I, and so let me get, let me check on that and get back to you on that one. And I will tell you that most of the time, okay, so most of the time, it's not even really something legitimate, right? It's not going to be something that is a true deal breaker. It's going to be something they're asking. We have taught people so many times that don't just sit back because that means you got sold to. And being sold to is a bad thing. So if I turn around and go, okay, I'm going to ask them a question so that I can sound intelligent, right? And so they're just going to simply ask you, can you do this, right? Does it do this? And a lot of times I can just reframe it back to them and I say, is that something that it needs to do, right? I had a customer, I delivered a vehicle, I, I sold a, a, a Ford truck called a Raptor, right? I went to the guy's house, I was talking to him and he goes, what does this truck have on it that the other ones don't? What is it that it has? Da, 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 da. And I was like, I don't know. Right. Anthony, you can actually say, yeah, that's true. Joe doesn't know anything. So I, I didn't know. I just went out there with a brand new salesperson who didn't know either. So I walked over to the window sticker and I says, oh, it has this. It has this. It has this. It has this. And the guy was like, OK. And then I said, do we need to get something that's less expensive and we'll take some of these things out? And he said, no, no, no I want this one. But again, he just wanted to ask a question for the sake of asking a question. And if I looked at him and said, uh, yes, most definitely it does. Now I have the potential for heat, right? Once you lie, you're not getting anything back. There is no chance for more rapport. There is no chance. The only person who will allow you to lie to them and continue to process through with you is somebody who couldn't afford your product anyway, right? Because they're misrepresenting themselves to begin with. So Karen, I want, I want a 5,000 square foot house. I want this and this and this. And then you show me a 3,500 square foot house and you say, this is what I have. And I'm like, you know, that'll probably do. <laughs> okay, go run the credit, right? Go, go, where's your pre-approval letter? You can't afford anything. You're just out, right? You're part of a multi-level marketing business that told you to go out and dream build and you're lying to a realtor or to the car sales guy. You're lying to all these people to say, <laughs> Hey, um, I'm just dream building. Yeah, that, you should have started that to begin with. That comes up. But again, qualify better people. Come on, right? One of the other words I want you to utilize is the, the word imagine. Okay, so can you imagine yourself with the opportunity to do this? Can you imagine what this would do for your business? Can you imagine how you would get from here to here, right? Can you imagine the impact this is going to have on your family? Okay, Michelle in the insurance world, right? Can you imagine at the time you leave, you can rest easy in the fact that everything is taken care of? So, welcome, Batman. All right. So I want to be able to say that. So I got to utilize the word imagine. Karen, it's going to be really natural for you because you're inside somebody's dream. Okay. So the, uh, buying a home is the most expensive thing most people will ever buy, right? But I will tell you that's not the truth. It's more over here to my, my left, which is uh, Azerti. He sells cars, right? Less than half the population has a house. They're renting, right? They rent a house. They rent an apartment. So their biggest purchase is not going to be a house. It's going to be the car. right? So I got to build this vision of what's in the future. Now, be careful that anything you're building for them isn't too far in the future, okay? Because that, that diminishes their intent to take action now. So I want to say, I want to build, you know, can you imagine, 
right? Two months from now, when this is happening, this is happening, when this is happening. Can you imagine in 90 days when we hand you the keys to this house, right? Azerti, can you imagine that you drive around without plates on and not pay for the toll roads? No, I'm just kidding, right? On the car you buy. <laughs> so, but my answer is, can you imagine what this is in the future? I got to get you projected forward with the positive outcome, okay? So now I'm projecting forward the magic, okay? So that's, imagine is future. Another word I need to utilize is the word now, okay? Now. Because I'm going to project something in the future, right? Osias, imagine what your your bill is going to look like in the future, da-da-da-da-da-da. But then I, if I don't bring them back to now, I can't get a decision right now. Okay? So when I say now, it's going to be, so can you see how this would help you now? Can you see how taking action now will be able to provide you with this situation in the future? Okay. Well, I don't know what the market's going to do. I don't know what this is going to happen, right? I don't know what it is, but let's take advantage of all the programs and everything we have now, since we don't even know if we're going to be around tomorrow. Okay. So let's get this involved. Let's do this. We take action now. Okay. So that's what I want to be able to do. So then I also want to turn around and say, there's a real important word called save. Okay, and we need to be able to use the word save. So are you saving on a certain product? Osias, all you do is save people money, right? So, so you're sitting back saying, okay, I will save you on this in the future. I will save this. Can, I, can you picture the savings now? Now I just put two of them together, okay, and come back up to it. So I want to be able to do that and say, can you save? I want to be able to save you this. What are the two things that matter to every human being out there? Time and money. Those are the two things I can do. Why would I go ahead and get a realtor? Okay, because Karen's gonna sit her butt down at the computer, pull up the MLS, go and do what she does, and she's gonna spit out, here's the, the most probable places for us to go. It becomes very efficient time frame wise okay? It doesn't necessarily mean she's gonna save me a whole bunch of money on buying this house, but time is also money. Okay, so you want to be able to save that. You can save on your expenses, right? Notice all these things come back to time and money. So you can save on this, save on this. And so to save us both some time, let's da 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 da, -da and we'll go through, right? And so I want to be able to do that. So then I also want to sit back at this point and I want to use the word simple, okay? Because you can't say, and again, we get lost into this, and a lot of people get lost in the, the sexiness of complexity, okay? And there is no such thing, okay? There isn't anything. there. Yeah, you can sit back, and I'm, I'm staring directly at Maniac Mac right now. Oh, I know. And he knows, yes, okay? <laughs> so Mac, Mac is one of these genius people that sits down at a computer and goes, and he spits out things so much faster than everybody else, but the complexity of what he creates is immense. It's easy for him to do because of what he's invested in himself, but when it comes to relaying the message to the clients, it becomes painful because of the fact that you want to try to explain all of the, the complexity, and that just hurts everybody else's head. Okay, so I don't want to do that. So if I don't want to do that, I want to make sure it's simple. And I can share something, complexity, that has complexity, but start it by saying, well, the simple way of doing this is this. Hi, honey. I'll bring it down to another point, Joe, is dopamine. Absolutely. If you can't give them a dopamine adrenaline, uh, you know, dopamine rush at all, let alone yourself, then you're not, you're not selling, you're not going to convert right. And dopamine is why the cat's sitting on his shoulder, just for the rest of you to know. Right? Catwoman, Batman. I see what we're doing at this point in time. But again, I want to break it down into simple. That's there. Um, that's, that's the words I want you to understand. That's what it is. The last thing I'm going to throw out is use we more than you say I. Okay? So, Karen, one of the things that you could say is, like, I can show you this house. Who did you leave out? The prospect, right? You left them out. So I could say, we can go look at this, 
right? Anthony, a lot of times what we do is we say, um, I'm going to go get the car, right? So you just wait here. All you did was separate yourself from me. Or you can say, we can go get the car, okay? Unless you, you would like to stay here. So, but I'm including them in the process and moving them through. So I always try to say, well, what we can do is this. We can do, we can go inside and get all the paperwork handled, right? We can sit down together at the kitchen table, right? And remember that if you ever go in anybody's house, yes, accept a drink, okay? Even if it's just water, even if you're not gonna drink it, okay? Always get yourself to the kitchen table. Family and friends go to the kitchen table. Everybody else ends up at the dining room table. And they don't even use that shit most of the year anyway. Okay, so that, that's where those people go. So play with their mind the way you want to do it. Especially you, Michelle, when you go into people's place. Okay, so you want to be able to get to the kitchen table that's there. That is what I have right now for all of that. You know, I try to get out of here in 35, 40 minutes. So we're going to open it up to questions. But one other thing I want you to really start paying attention to is how can you utilize video Okay, and the video of you to actually make a bigger impact to your client. I've actually got a theory based on that that I've been working out that I'll dub the soundboard with y'all. Okay, no, off, offline, because I need it to be simple, Mac. Oh, it's simple enough. <laughs> it's just uh, everyone knows what a webinar is, right? Everyone's attended, yep. attended a webinar. So it's just taking the science of what you're doing in a webinar, the two sciences within it, out of the uh, the intro itself, you have five points to the intro, right? The bold promise, the hook to the end, the command, the, the attention, the qualifying yourself, then the future pace. So where the where uh, Joe's question comes in is for how do you, how are you going to capitalize video format? You're going to give them a future pace as well as qualify yourself. Put that into an evergreen video, um, and the, then the the only interchangeable part will be to the prospect that you're approaching and to allow them to be able to fit in. So you create another video or segment that you just enter into your evergreen template in general that is already going to describe you and how you can mold. It's sort of like going to a job interview and already wearing their uniform so they already see that. But going beyond that one, because you're using the future pace like you would in a webinar, so you're giving them you know, what you contribute and how you see their brand in the future and how – that would be coming into effect because you're a part of it. And then you um, pretty much giving you a resume. So it's like a new form of the uh, digital resume, if, if you will. So I'm going to go simpler, right? Because I just want you guys to understand the brain that's on Maniac Mac right here. That was totally dumbed down for him, <laughs> right? He was like, he was like, to him, he thought he spoke kindergartner to the rest of us. Okay. So what I want to talk about when I say utilize the video. Okay. So um, a lot of times we use a lot of fancy equipment to try to make videos. Okay. I have realtor friends, right. Besides just Karen. Okay. That they go do a full blown. Oh my gosh, here's this video and it fades in. And the next thing I know I'm at the pool and then, Oh my gosh, I'm upstairs and all this stuff happens. And then I streak across the, the backyard. Okay. And they're like, Oh my gosh, it's like Greek gods live there. Yes. And so when you sit there and you go through all that, that's great. Okay. That's great. That's something that's for to put out there to showcase the actual property and what you're doing. But there's more impact made when it's you and this little thing right here. Okay. If you can take this, hold it up and take a picture. Now I learned this from Grant Cardone back in the day. I had him speak to, to my insurance group that I had and all this stuff, had him come in. But what he would do is he would sit down, he would talk to people and he would go up there and speak to people. And at the end of the, the presentation, the end of his class, he would turn around, walk up, and he would hold his phone and he'd go, what did you learn? Click. And he would just start the video. And everybody goes, oh, I learned this. I learned this. And I learned this. Now, he didn't do it three days later. He did it right afterwards when they were wanting to walk up and go, oh, my gosh, it was so great when you said blah, 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 blah. Right? And the reason why, as I dug more, he would take that and upload the raw footage onto YouTube. And then as us as people, we got to see faces right? We got to see interaction of other people. But what we also got to see was that the video you made looks just like the video I take with my phone. 
And that puts you into a trust situation as opposed to like, I used to work with another trainer named Joe Verde. Joe Verde's people, they would find a blank white wall. We would set up a tripod with a camera on it. We would give them a few minutes to compose their words. And then we would go have them stand in front of the white wall and look like a mugshot kind of thing where they had to tell you what was so great. Okay. So if you're going to do that, right, everybody goes, oh, that's staged. Right. You put it together. It's fake. So we don't want to have somebody that's fake telling me how great you are or what your product is. Okay. So, um, Anthony, after you sit down, sell a car on your, as you got them out there doing delivery, you pull out your phone and go, what was the best part about this transaction? Say me, say me. Right. And you hold the phone up and let them start going, well, of course, Anthony was fantastic. He did blah, 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 blah. But now I'm, now I'm watching real reactions from people. The lighting isn't perfect, right? There is no Snapchat filter like Johanna has on every picture, right? So we don't have all that. What do we have is something real and raw, and then you can put that up there, okay? Now, is anybody emailing their clients, right? Do an introduction video, right? If I email you at the bottom, it says intro video. And if you click on it, it'll take you to YouTube and it's a video of me introducing myself and saying hi. Okay, it helps the, that person to realize who you are and be, begin a connection with you. Okay, and so that's what I like to do. So I already have that in place. I already have it in front of them. So they have a picture of me, which means, what does it ultimately mean if you have a video of me before we ever met? It means I'm not scared, right? I'm not hiding. I'm not hiding from anybody. I'm putting myself out there. Okay. So Karen, when you close escrow, are people just flat out excited? Right. They are, they are through the roof going, Oh my gosh, I got my house. I got my house. Yeah, right? exactly. And so they're, they're ready to dance, ready to party. Pull your phone out. Mm -hmm. Right. Pull your phone out. You can turn around and go like this, go, Hey, look, I'm here with so-and-so. They just took, they just got their house, right? And let them go, oh my God, and go, what was the best part about the experience, right? Don't ask them how was the experience because they're gonna go, oh, you mean when it took three weeks to get through the loan officer and to, right? You're like, no, 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 not that one. Not that, <laughs> not one. that part, not the part. <laughs> yeah, that's not, and you go, stop, cut, start again, right? But what you wanna be able to do is capture the raw excitement of the moment in a video that looks like every video that everybody else is putting up there. Okay. Would would we all like Kylie Jenner to come out and promote us as the person to go talk to? Yes. <laughs> right? I, I'd be okay with the extra influx of business, right? Yeah. But but I would much rather have Kylie sitting down, somebody walking up to her and saying, Kylie, who do you who do you use for sales training? Who do you think is the bad, big badass person? Blah blah blah. And it's a cell phone video of them walking up to her. And she looks at it and goes, Dude, you gotta go talk to Joe Ingram. He's the guy that helped da 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 da. Okay, that video would actually build more credibility than her sitting in a room, sitting on a couch, right? Doing an interview style that has my company name in the background. So they already know I'm paying her the $400,000 for the 30 seconds it takes to shoot this video. I'll do it for half. Bargain, bargain, yes, okay. <laughs> So in all of your emails should be email signature to a video. Okay. okay. Now, what that will also do is help you, right, to know how many people are actually clicking on it and seeing it. Okay. Now, one of the things I typically do when I create videos and I put things up, right, is I make the video unlisted on YouTube. Okay. So... Um, let me see if I can actually pull this off because we never know. It's always hit or miss. Okay. You mean like you can't search it or? You, like, you, yeah, you won't see it unless you have the link. Okay. Okay. So let me get over to Zoom. I'm going to click on this one and I'm going to say share and I'm going to look for the tube of you. There it is. Okay. So now I should have gone away to a little screen on the side and now you're seeing YouTube. Yes. Yes. Okay, good. You yes. can see my Lauren Hill. Killing me softly with his song. No, we're not going to watch Lauren Hill. Okay, but we could. 
I'm going to come over here and I'm going to click. So this is my YouTube page. You can go generate a YouTube page. If you have a Gmail, you can easily click on it and say, here, let's get it. They give you a bunch of random numbers. You have to have 500 subscribers. Then they'll let you actually name your page. But it doesn't matter if I'm providing you a link. So if I'm going to give you a link, then it doesn't matter, right? What, what the actual, if, if your YouTube channel is YouTube channel, blah, blah. you can brand the, the front of it. So if I come over here and I say, let's look at my channel. Okay. So I have Ingram Interactive, Sales Genius is across. You put that header in, right? It shows all my videos are here that you can see. Okay, so there's my war games call from last week, okay, or one of the weeks before. So looking at it, I can come over. If I wanna upload a video, I can upload the video here and say upload. Okay, select a file, and then I'll go over and let's go to my desktop because I have training videos. So if I say training and videos, okay, there's me over at Ken Grody Ford with one of the guys. So there's my video. Okay, I'm gonna look for a shorter one because that one takes a long time. It's 20 minutes long. So I love loose taco factory. Okay. So that one's there. So if you see this here, it pops up and says, there's the I love Lucy. It's processing the video. That's what my link is going to be. Right? I can copy it. So now I can be able to go put that in my signature of my email. I can write a description over here that says, hey, it's Joe, just wanted to say hi, put a face to the email, blah, 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 put it in there, okay? Joe, I highly recommend um, everyone be using TubeBuddy as well. It's not YouTube, but it's TubeBuddy. It's the best, there's a free section and a paid section, of course, but it's, it's the ultimate. They give you a checklist on the side so you make sure you got everything done. It's the ultimate little, there's a Chrome extension for it. It's the most needed thing if you have a YouTube channel. Okay, I'm writing that down. Yes, Thank sir. you. Thank you. Okay, so for me, I have playlists. Okay, so depending on where I wanna put it. So if I'm doing an unpacking video for my unpacking event that I do once a month, then I would click there so it's all in the same playlist. If I don't, it's just a random video that's out there, which is fine, because I'm not gonna do anything. No, my video is not made for kids. No, I'm not a pervert, I just don't wanna do that, right? You can click by as soon as the video gets done processing and I'm at a dealership right now, which is dealership Wi-Fi, So of course it will take forever. Okay. So I can click on upload a thumbnail. Okay. And I can go back over and I can just put a cover picture on it. So if I come over here and say, like I have this little page called logos. So in the logo one, I can grab that. And now sales genius will be in the cover. That's what the video is going to look like with before they play it. Okay. Now remember, all of these will get uploaded. You'll have an access to a link, which means you can go back and watch it if you need to fix it. I'm going to go next. Okay. It says I can't add any of these things, which I don't need to. Right. But I'll click over here and say publish now. If I click on publish now, it says, do you want to make it public? Which means it'll be a video that shows up on my page on YouTube. Okay. If you say private, right, then private means I have to assign it to each person with their own YouTube channel, which you don't want to do, right? So if I say unlisted, it says anyone with the video link can see your video. Okay, now I do this guys when I'm selling and I'm prospecting people because I want to know if you actually watched my video. So I'll do one-off videos to people, right? And I'll upload it into my YouTube channel, set it as unlisted, send them the link. I'm sending it to one person, right? So Karen, you can actually sit at your desk somebody reaches out, asks you a question, you can record a video with your phone and upload it to YouTube, put it as unlisted on this third page, <coughs> right? You click unlisted, we come down, we say done and published, which means now it's not out to the public, but if for some reason that person clicked on the link to play the video, you will see it in your page, okay? So it'll pull up. So if I look over here on this one, this one says three lessons from if you're not first, your last Grant Cardone, which is this one right here. It's only been viewed five times. Okay. So that was a, a webinar thing that I did with somebody else. I have a, a, a video that I sent out to a bunch of people that is releasing negative emotions. It's something I do for my unpacking class. So if you look at it and you slide yourself over here, it says it's been watched 13 times. 
okay? So I can see that count, but I'll go through on my videos and we'll look at something else, right? Um, response to Peter. So do you see this one right here? So this little checkbox on this one, it says response to Peter. This person reached out to me from New Zealand and wants sales training and wants phone training for his dealership in New Zealand. So he sent it to me. I said, what's the easiest way for me to make sure he knows I'm a real person was I sent him the video. It says zero views, right? Which means I know he hasn't viewed it. So I went back to LinkedIn and said, hey, I sent you a video. Um, you haven't seen it yet. Are we still talking? He's like, I'm so sorry I got busy, blah, blah, send me the link again. So I sent it to him two days ago. He still hasn't looked at it. But I made the video January 14th. If you guys go online, and even if you typed in response to Peter, you're never going to see my video. You can go to my page, and you're not going to see my video because it's hidden from everybody else that's there. So... Um, let's see this one. It says accountability at a manufacturing level for Genesis. I sent this to the COO of Genesis and said, Hey, here's a phone system that I can show you. If we put it in every dealership, you'd have full accountability for everything that's out there. Okay. So he immediately watched it, but there's been five views over here. Okay. He then took the video and forwarded the link to two of his managers. So then the view count went up. And so since then, they've actually viewed it five different times. So you can explain something to somebody, give them the ability to always come back in all the time. <coughs> so it helps everybody that's there. So uh, what was it? Adam and I doing the Ken Grody Ford 2020 Explorer. It's been watched 123 times. Okay. And that's just me walking around with the phone saying, Adam, tell us about the thing. Okay. But again, you'll be able to look at it. So I did a proposal for I-10 Toyota, right? So if I look at I-10 Toyota, I did a proposal and I said, here's the document. So I'm sending them a document. It's scary. It's ugly, right? Anthony, if you're sending out a window sticker, you can make a video showing them where to look on the window sticker, showing what's there, right? It's called screencast. Com. You go there, it's free. You draw a little box around what you're trying to, to copy and you make yourself a video, upload it to your YouTube channel, send it to it. If the customer never clicks on it and watches it, you know they're not serious. Right? And, they, and sometimes they'll go, oh, I watched it. Yeah. And you're like, no, you didn't. It shows zero views. <laughs> but again, it's, it's about me putting it, but I want to know if they're paying attention to me. Right? I want to know what, what is going on. So they can do that. And so I had a guy in Northern California goes, I'm going to go talk to the owners, right? I'm going to go talk to the owner. I need to know, um, I need to know what it is I'm going to talk to them about because I'm going to sell your product. Do you think I trust anybody to sell my product? <laughs> Hell no. I was like, are you kidding me? What are you talking about? You're not going to be able to sell my product. So I just went in and created the, a video explaining it. So I said, okay, great. Here, here's talking points for this. So then he went, what did he do? He went into the manager's meeting and he said, let's pull up YouTube here. Here's Joe reviewing the whole thing. And here's the things we, and it was me in front of a whiteboard. <laughs> saying, you need to ask this. You need to ask this. You need to ask this. You need to do this. What are we getting for this? Give me that information. I can help you to do this and that. So now I'm presenting to the people in the room without having to be in the room. So it helps everybody in that capacity to say, here, this is what what we're doing. Joe, do you think I should take that approach with Brad with summing every, up the previous projects? Every day. Yep. Yeah. But again, now again, Mac, what do I always tell you? You gotta shorten that video. Right? My videos aren't very long to to do this because it's only gonna hurt them. Right. Okay, so, hi Mike, this is the video that goes along with the email, talking points for Mike at Putnam. It was seven minutes long, okay? Right, right. So if I look at this video, I put the little intro in. Well, go to the analytics. You'll be able to see the average uh, length of time that they actually watched it, see if they even watched the whole time, or if anything. So, but I, I just wanna show you how raw it is. I get you. 
So, so it's just me. Turn around and go, look, here's the things you need to do. Yeah, I get you there. Yeah, that's solid. Right? So that's, that's what I'm trying to say. All I want to do is I want to get it to the point where somebody can turn the camera around and do it. You want to do a walk around for a customer, right? Go do that. Throw it up onto YouTube, unlisted, be done. Doesn't take long at all. So that's what I want. That's all I'm trying to say is that you can get in there and you can be a lot more effective with those people because they see you and they know that you're, you're that person. I'm not hiding from you. I'm out here. That's who I am kind of thing. So any questions so far? Uh, beyond knowing um, if they viewed your video or not, what, what's, uh, what's stopping you from sending it directly like, to their, their text? Like if I just shot a video on my phone, send it straight to them. Um, you can absolutely do that. But a lot of the people, I, I've had plenty of people that aren't savvy enough to send it to the other party. It's also analytics and data that you want to keep. Yeah. Right. Well, he's, he's trying to sell a car. So he's hoping that somebody actually just watches the video and comes in and buys a car. Cause that would be a good thing. But so let's see here. Hold on. I got to, you know, I'm very competitive individual. And so, no. yeah, no, believe it, believe it. Right. It's who I am, but I need to fix something. Cause just who I am as a person, obnoxious and what have you. But so I just want to, I just want to point out that I have way more books than Mo. Okay. So, that's all I wanted to point out. You got to do it. Oh, he's got his Trump book out. Yes. I just want to know, Mo, do you see, I've got a thousand books behind me. You only have like 30. Okay. So that's what you got to look at and see what, what is there. But any questions? Anybody have an issue with sales? Anybody have a conversation piece they want to say, hey, this is what I need help with today, Joe, because you're going to get off the phone in, in five minutes and with Joe, and what can I help you with? I'll go around the this room. This is perfect timing. This is huh? perfect timing. I, I just want to point out. Hold on, Mo. Mo. Hold on. Karen was talking first. See how oh, you are. Sorry. I was just, just going to say. Hold this up is your perfect. book, Mo. Yeah. This is perfect timing because I'm meeting with a new potential new client who is um, lifelong renters that have convinced themselves in their minds that they can never buy. So having the words to use to change that paradigm and that mind, you know, shift that mind, which is a lot of what I do with new buyers and people who are, you know, in that stuck Absolutely. mode of, I can never buy because, you know, so having the words to just shift that, that mindset is, this is perfect timing. Fantastic. I like that. Mosin, feel better? I got less books now. So Yes. Now I feel a little more secure. Thank you for right. the I'm here for I you. I wanted to, to just mention that there was actually something really interesting when you were sharing the story about how you went to that, uh, that guy's house with the car and he asked you a question. Um, and your response, and after you uh, listed out all of the features you told him, do you want to purchase something that is, uh, that doesn't have these features? Do you want to purchase something that may be cheaper? And I just wanted to, uh, you know, point that out because that right there is kind of a gem that I don't want anyone listening to have missed. Cause what you did was you didn't apply any high pressure, um, sales in that moment after he asked you, if you know a question that you didn't necessarily have the answer to. Uh, not only did you say, I don't know, let's find out, let, let, let's look. You gave him the option to kind of back out of the deal at that point, which I right. thought was very important for people to pay attention to. And I, I just wanted to emphasize that in the story you shared, because it was kind of glossed over quickly. But I feel like that was very powerful. And I hope that people caught that. And I think it's just worth mentioning again, kind of one of the, the, the points of that whole transaction. You didn't say, I don't know. Uh, but you need to buy it. Or I don't know, but uh, you know, this is the best on the market. You said, well, let's find out. Oh, by the way, are you, are you saying you don't want this? Are you looking for something not as special, not as powerful? So that was an important part of your, the story you shared that I hope people caught. I hope you caught that all of you. Cause Mo recapped it. So you better have caught it. 
<laughs> Thank you, Mo. No, it's true. Again, somebody, I, all I want to do is avoid them telling me it's too expensive. Right? So I will offer you, do you want something that's, that will be cheaper because it's less equipped? Right? And so again, Karen, so, oh, this one, ooh, I don't know about this one. Well, we can find you one without a pool, right? Depending on the neighborhood, we'll always be there. We can always find you one with, you know, that, that it's not safe in the neighborhood. Those are always cheaper, right? <laughs> so if you want to get scared every night you come home, it's fine, right? We can, Zerdy can turn around and say, well, if you, if you really only need three wheels, right? I've got a, a vehicle in the back. If you don't care about smog, safety, stuff like that, yeah, I'll meet you on the curb and we'll sell you something else. But again, you present, you put it together, use the right words when you're presenting it, and the, the outcome becomes so much better if you're using the right outcome, because you're not tripping yourself in the process, all right? You're not gonna go throw something out that'll be an objection later. So, all right, if no other questions, I'm gonna say thank you so much for being on the War Game call, and uh, it's every week, two o'clock Pacific, that's there, I have to remind, Johanna all the time. So she likes she likes to jump on the call at one o'clock Pacific. I'm like, will you please stop that? I get alerts. I go, so and so joined the room and is waiting for you. Like, Why are you waiting? Why are you waiting? I, I jumped on early because Azerdi clicked the link too. And he was like, he goes, I'm in here. I'm like, well, let's not have him sit by himself on his first call. Yeah, I was just trying to figure it out, man. Yeah, yeah. It is. It's annoying in the beginning getting yourself logged in and getting all the stuff set up. So, but. I think, thank you, Mo. Yes. Mo likes that, the art of the deal. Yes. So, all right, Josiah, be gone. Michelle, be gone. I haven't heard from you guys, but I appreciate this, you all. Yeah. This is recorded, right? Because I think yes. some of this would be great to show some of the other agents here in the office. I agree. That's the intent of it. So, yeah, it'll be all up on my on the YouTube channel, which we had showed before. So okay, if you go to cool. YouTube and you type in Ingram Interactive, then you'll see my page. Go there, and there's War Game Calls. There's a video list called War Games. That's there. And it'll all be video. So. Well, that's worth it right there, just seeing your face for an hour. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, come on now. Yes. <laughs> Part of being a model I found was very difficult was not being able to turn right. Yes, when I walked down the runway. So movie reference. Yeah, Sorry. <laughs> Karen's like, what the hell is that? I can't turn left. It's yes. Okay. Okay. Be good. I appreciate you all. Go. Have a great okay. day. Thank Thanks. you. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Thanks for choosing to spend your time with us here at the Sales Genius Podcast. If your company is looking to increase sales or is having an event that would benefit from one of the Sales Genius team members attending, please look us up on the web at salesgenius.live, salesgenius.live. Don't forget to like this episode, subscribe to the channel, and share it out to the world. Until next time, remember more deals, more money, more happy. Now go out there and close a deal. <laughs>